Hey guys, we want to introduce a new sponsor to the podcast, j4flowerhorns.com. If you're looking for the most amazing flower horn, go no further than the award-winning flower horns at j4flowerhorns.com. Get a piece of the extreme in your tank. You'll see breathtaking flower horns that you've never seen before. For those that don't know, the ball on the front of the, of the flower horn is a cock. So uh, get some monster cock. Use promo code AquariumGuys at checkout for 10% off amazing award-winning flower horns only found at j4flowerhorns.com. Guys, one more note before the podcast. We are growing as a podcast, but uh, one of our, our our main editor of the podcast had to step down Scrapjaw. He's done a fantastic job. He's been editing the podcast episodes since I think around episode 20, and he had some life circumstances. And number one, we want to thank Scrapjaw for his dedication and hard work, but also know that there is a editing job if anybody's available. Certainly email us at the bottom of the website, AquariumGuysPodcast.com. We'd love to get your applications um it's again very part-time thing to edit uh episodes so certainly contact us no experience required can't wait to see the applications guys we're happy to train let's kick that podcast Welcome to the Aquarium Guys Podcast. All right, Jimmy. Yes. It's time. It's time for what? Out of the Tank series that people love so much. Really? So what are we going to do? We, we've done Out of the Tank series for a bunch of different topics that are on the fringe of the hobby. This is our most fringiest of fringe topic we've done some fringiest shit we've dude. done some fringy shit but this is gonna be some you know top fringy shit cool so uh we just lost half our listeners just now instantly <laughs> so if you think you know we got a couple people that message us with uh some uh you know tasteful reviews because they don't understand that we have fun episodes and we have informational episodes so if you're listening this is not an informational episode if you want uh, to have a deep dive on some fish topic or you know, think you can learn about more about fish, this is not that episode besides the first couple of minutes answering questions. I've, I've got some great stuff today, and uh, go ahead with what you got there. Well, first of all, I'm Rob Zolson. Hey, I'm Jim Colby. And I'm Adam el So today, for the topic that we're going to have, I'll, t- I'll introduce our guest in a minute. Uh, I've had multiple people uh, you know, message us that we should do an episode uh, covering some topics about the extremities that people go f- through for their pen hobby, uh, what they do to really represent the fish community. And also, in another camp, I've had people message me, you should do something for people that are affected by COVID. Because people think that fish stores were greatly affected by COVID, and they were, their sales went up. So <laughs> That's pretty, pretty accurate. If they could have got stuff, they could have sold even more. So to try to hit two birds with one stone... I was watching uh, some advertisements on Facebook, like I absolutely never do, and a video pops up while I'm taking a shit. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, that's more information than we you need. You know on your phone when you're swiping up and you don't know what the hell's going on and suddenly you remember that your volume was on and it just starts blaring music? That's kind of what happened, but it caught my attention. Yeah. Uh, this, this fine gentleman next to us, uh, Smokin' Joe, how are you? Oh, I'm doing very well. Uh, you know, I'm warmed up now. All warmed up? It's- All warmed up. It's what thirty-two below this morning. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it was only, you know, maybe 18 below in Minneapolis. Well, I'm, so it was a heat heat wave over there. I'm thankful you got to unstick your balls from the metal cushion. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I put on. I'm glad you two are close already. <laughs> I put on uh, some real jeans and went out of the house today. So yeah, we touched tips earlier. You missed. I don't want to know about this bonding rituals. No, well, <laughs> that's yeah. why. That's why I always come late. Uh, Joe's yep. advertisement, which you guys have probably heard a few episodes before, uh, came up, and I was just like beside myself. Uh, number one, the in- ingenuity of what you're doing, sir, uh, during COVID is fantastic. And if you haven't listened to it, well, again, I think the ad's on the front of this podcast. Otherwise, go to the episodes before, and you'll hear Smokin' Joe's advertisement on making you a pet song. A specifically what? for a- your fish. A song for your pet. About your pet. About my pet. About your pet. Right. So you can find... <laughs> After this, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay this gentleman... Next to us, because number one, he's trying to he's he's on the hustle, right? I'm gonna make him write a song about Jimmy wasting eight thousand dollars in the getting started with the hobby. So uh, it'll be great. He, he doesn't have a song about uh, you killing a eight hundred dollar arowana. You see, look yeah. at all the options we can do with this gentleman. <laughs> yeah, we can make it. We or can make you know, an opus that choked to death on food. Right. Yeah. See, that's how I figured you'd that's go. That's a song right there. <laughs> right, or a gentleman getting stung by venomous creatures. That's funnier yet. Either way, that is funny. It is. We have a gentleman to write us a song, so uh, I I just got so many questions for you. But let's let's put a pause on that. Yeah, Joe. I got all right? we got all the time. Thank you for coming. We'll get a deep dive. We'll interview you a bit, and then have our little concert. Yes, I'll yes. play some tunes. Hell yes. So Jimmy, what do you have before we get into questions? Well, I came across a really interesting uh, article. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I sent it to you, you and Adam, and and no response. Totally read it. It was hilarious. You didn't read it. You didn't even know. What's a, what's a Cracker Barrel? Uh, it's, it's the most delicious place to get breakfast because Denny's sucks ass. Okay. So here's an article that came out. And this, ironically this racist. Weekend. How did it not get canceled? By yeah. Me? Denny's what? is racist as no, hell. No, 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 no. <laughs> Cracker Barrel is racist. What about Sambo's? Oh, Cracker Barrel. Sambo's is racist. Is. is it? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we have KFC, so it's all it's delicious that way, apparently. So anyway, I just wanted to read you this because when I read this, I chuckled the whole thing through. And I read it to my wife while we were driving this weekend, and I read it to her, and, and she had several questions. But So anyway, uh, this is out of the New York Post, and, it's, and, and the headlines are, Teen reunites with his pet rooster after losing it at an Alabama Cracker Barrel. All right? It was a happy ending for the teen and this chicken. A Mississippi teen was recently reunited with his pet rooster after it went missing in the parking lot of a Cracker Barrel in Alabama. Imagine that. So... Thomas Ramsey, he's an 18-year-old guy. He was headed home from a Civil War reenactment in Spring Hill, Tennessee. <laughs> this, this is the best part. And he stopped for lunch at a Cracker Barrel in Cullman, Alabama with his friends and his rooster. And the rooster's name is Peep. I love it. Peep. This is on January 31st. So Ramsey told the outlet he left the rooster on a leash tied to his truck, as he's done many, many times before. And then he drove off? No. Oh, no. okay. I just want to make sure. Not that movie. <laughs> and he went inside to the restaurant with his friends. When the group returned to the car an hour later, Peep was gone. The freaking chicken was gone. So he went back into the Cracker Barrel, and, and this is him quoting. It says, it was very hard for me to say this with a straight face, even though I was panicking. I said to the Cracker Barrel, do you have a camera in the parking lot? I think someone stole my chicken. <laughs> Now, every time we go to, it wasn't eaten or fried. Every time we go to Cracker Barrel, my wife has chicken and dumplings. I'm just telling you that right now. So anyway, he drove around the area several times, 
looking for Peep. And even checked a local farmer's chicken coop with no luck. Like maybe Peep was over there hanging out some <laughs> well, of the sure. chickens. Well, sure. <laughs> so fortunately, about 30 minutes away from his home, Ramsey received good news that a man found Peep in the parking lot of the Cracker Barrel he visited earlier. Farmer John Watson drove with Peep all the way to Birmingham, where the rooster was reunited with Ramsey. And uh, the farmer, John Watson, said, I believe in paying it forward. And uh, he told the Cullman Times, because it made the newspaper, of course, he goes, yes, it was just a chicken, but it was his, and he clearly cared for it. And I just thought, what a wonderful story, you know, that somebody got reunited with their chicken, and it's still alive and not on a freaking plate. I'm just glad I'm not the only one that lost my cock at Cracker Barrel. Hey-oh. Oh, Hey-oh. boo. <laughs> So that was from the New York Post. You still haven't found it. Yeah, it's still still tiny. Lost my cock at Cracker Barrel. Sounds like a song. <laughs> Sounds like a song to me. No, that'd be that'd, that'd be a country western song. Actually, we, we have so much work for you. After I have. This episode. I have done. I have done all the genres. It's insane. We're talking about you, you. You country too? I do. Yeah. Have you ever played country backwards? Um, not. Not recently. Not, you know what happens when you when you play country music backwards? What happens? You get your truck back. You get your girlfriend back. <laughs> You get your job back. The, the dog. Get the dog back. Yeah, dog comes back. Yeah. Just educating. <laughs> That's what we're here for, right? And there goes three more country viewers. I don't care. <laughs> Long live you rock brought and roll. Them in. Probably, everybody down south is probably froze out because they don't know how to deal with cold weather. Oh, wow. 100%. Texas. What a what Did a it work snow day. or something in Texas? Texas has got millions Eight of people. Eight inches of snow? And millions of people without power. Oh, yeah. Wow. And, out. and all kinds of uh, poor people have lost their lives on the interstate because of the... Uh, they can't drive on icy roads. They don't. They haven't figured it out. No, not that we're any better, but we have a little more practice. Yeah, I mean, just a few, few years. You'd think, and all the natural gas pipelines are frozen solid. Yes. Yeah, I saw that also. They're, really? Because they don't they don't put them underground there. Nope. And their their second storm is coming through on Wednesday. So oh, wow. if you're in Texas, uh, good luck. Have fun. Have fun. We're just sitting up here, forty two below. You guys can without a wind chill. Yeah, without we wind can chill. Deal with it. Yeah. So uh, just for listeners, wind chill is measured by the temperature uh, with the miles per hour average of the wind and then gives you the FU temperature. Uh, the FU temperature uh, was somewhere around death. I don't remember what it quite was th- this morning. It, it, it was a little bit lower than death. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we don't measure temperature in Minnesota by you know degrees. We measure it by like, how fast your skin will die when it's exposed to the air. I, I actually just... Pretty fast. I recorded by f bombs. The more f bombs I hear during a day from everybody at at work or everybody you meet on the street or whatever. That I thought f five was only for tornadoes. No, f five okay. is also for how cold it is. Good to know. Like Our, f- it's fucking cold outside. See, like that, like that. Yeah. Except, thank you for the bleeps. <laughs> so we have questions normally by listeners, but this one is more of like a statement. Uh, Rex wants uh, wants to let you know that is it just me? But if you listen to Adam, does he sound a bit like Andy Dick? Really? No, I, I, I actually so. had to listen to it. And I don't like Andy Dick a little bit. Does he really? Yeah, I feel like his voice is lower though. Like, yeah, right, right now. But when he gets excited, he sounds just like I don't Andy know Dick. what Andy Dick sounds like when he's just a normal normal person. Like I don't know. I mean, in his movies, he has to his. His character, but is he like that? Like, does he actually talk like that? I mean, they have like a bunch of his, like his uh, videotape and other stuff after the fact are candid. TMZ's got all kinds of stuff. He's on way him. worse, apparently. Wow! Like he was in Star Trek, way worse. That was weird watching Star Trek, and there's Andy Dick. <laughs> like, what's he doing here? <laughs> what, was he an alien? The first no. inclusion of gay people. I wish in Star Trek. Um, 
Next uh, actual question. Uh, Evan Porter says, hi, Aquarium guys. Uh, please bleep that last name, actually. <clears throat> so uh, Aaron just says, hi, Aquarium guys. I've been a dabbler in the hobby for a number of years, but stick to small freshwater tanks. Your podcast has not only been entertaining and informative, but truly an escape from all the negative news and content that seems escapable. Thank you for the refuge of the podcast. I want to set up a five-gallon desktop aquarium at my office. It, it'll be hardscaped, planted uh, with aqua soil. I'd like to set this up at my home first to fully cycle with plants to get started before transporting it to work. I have about an hour commute to work, and I'm concerned that transporting a damp tank may be detrimental to the bacteria biological filter. Your thoughts and suggestions are appreciated. So Erin was kind enough to put her number in the email. So, of course, I hate typing. So I just gave her a call. <laughs> Got a hold of her, sweet lady. And she said, stranger danger. Stranger danger. Yeah, uh, I hope so. More like, oh, I was hoping to get Adam. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all are kind of hoping to get some man candy. Right? Uh, so uh, she totally explained more details. And she was concerned that if she drains the tank 100%, she'll lose the uh, bac- uh, biological bacteria um, built up. She has a sponge filter. So I said, just leave 25% water in the bottom if you can get by with it driving, uh, you know, um, on the interstate. Um, if not, just put your sponge filter into a sealed container with water to maintain the cycle. So Yeah, a pail or a plastic bag with a rubber band on it. Absolutely. Otherwise, it's, you know, rather fun trying to juggle a you know, full container of aquarium water in your... your uh, We've porch. all done it. It's not any fun. Not fun. It's doable. Very doable. Uh, should we do the negative one? Yeah. It's so much fun. Uh, <laughs> People hate us. It's, hate, it's, it's coming with mail? an education thing. We got to go over hate mail, too. That's awesome. We can't We can't just leave out That's the haters. You know you're good. So, uh, you know, if you, if you have the time to send us hate mail, we'll read it. Honestly, that means they, <laughs> oh, yeah. they care enough to hate us. That That's an honor, in my opinion. So, <laughs> I have been listening. To What's his name? First name, last name, oh, social security. M- Matt. That's all I'll Matt. give you. Okay. I have been listening uh, through the podcast and bouncing around for specific information. So, step one, he was bouncing. You got to go through the story. You know, start from one, work your way up. And if you don't want to start from one, start from episode 18. Baby steps. Right. So, uh, uh, Mistake there. Uh, next is I listened to the most recent episode. There's uh, a mistake. Now, during this airing, the most recent episode when he messaged this was uh, when Joe came on and did a deeper dive into shrimp. Oh, we drank a lot of beer that night. I, yeah, there was, a, there was a whole lot of shit going on. So, uh, mistake on us, right? We'll take that. We'll take that point. He said, how useless. You guys aren't funny, especially when you try so hard. I want fish information, not half-assed Howard Stern BS. What the, look, look, look at look up Wikipedia. Okay, there's there's only you know so many of us podcasters out that talk about fish, and out of us, everybody is so horrible dry. You know, we try to bring some entertainment along with really valuable podcast uh, podcast guests. You know, we bring PhDs on, uh, specifics in the field, business entrepreneurs. We're, we're bringing big names of this this shit here. We got to have some fun in between. We have our story times. We're, we're doing a concert today with Smoke and Joe. Oh, hey. I mean, we got to have some fun. So uh, so he'll, he'll really hate this next one. Know that there's no. fun episodes and there's informational episodes. That's right. This is like dating people. This is like uh, our ode like, to you. It's like dating. You know, the first couple of dates were serious, and then after that, we don't care anymore. Right. So to finish the message, uh, there was so little info about shrimp. I was disjointed that I got little info. Your early ones, even with the killifish episode, which is more recent, are so much more useful. Regards, Matt. So 
for those that didn't listen, and he didn't know this, we had a freshwater shrimp episode where we did an enormous dry deep dive. Very dry. Uh, there isn't a lot of information about shrimp. Shrimp is very new in the hobby compared to other uh, species, and is very coveted. And people don't want to release any information. So go to episode fourteen for shrimp, and then the most recent one with Joe is answering specific questions that we didn't cover the first time around. Uh, ones that we've submitted multiple times to us, and we wanted to address with a professional in the room that happened to have a lot more fun than us. And you know what's interesting. Uh, Joe and I get our shrimp from the same place. And one thing that he educated on me, I don't, I don't know if it was on the air or not, but when they're sending the shrimp, they're sending mostly males, wasn't it? I think he said like... Yeah, the, yes. and antennas. Yeah. Pretty and, sure that was on air. So, yeah. you know, they send out 90% males. And they're uh, overseas in Taiwan, where they're, they're sending this stuff from, they are so good by just looking at these shrimps that they can actually just sex them as they're scooping up in your bag. So they keep all the females for themselves, of course, because they want to keep producing. Or they'll send, he said that they'd also send all, all males of one type and then all females of another type, but then usually they'd, they'd be pregnant, but not too pregnant. And it was really interesting. I didn't know you could sex them by their antenna. Yeah. So, Matt, there you go. You just learned something. You can sex a shrimp by its antenna. <whistles> Looking yes, good there. Hot. Oh, yeah, that made him angry. That's a hot shrimp. <laughs> Uh, so, Matt, sorry that you feel this way. Uh, we still love you, though, Matt. Yeah, the, if you sent this, you cared. We sent you back a response. No no hate to Matt. You know, we need some Matts to make the podcast better. And uh, if you're looking for more of those topics, we're going to be doing some. It, again, we record these ahead of time, so we don't know what order you're going to get these in. But we're planning on doing a, a clownfish deep dive for the king of uh, the guy that started Designer Clowns. We're going to be doing uh, live food cultures, which apparently great demand. Facebook did their own poll in our group. And it's the number one most requested podcast on the Facebook page. So got to get that through. And then, of course, we've now had a bunch of people give us recommendations for trophy of cyclic guests. So uh, more to come, as always. But we're going to have fun ones in between. So kiss my ass. Wow. That's kinda, you're kind of angry. That's no. No. I tell that to all my buddies. Yeah. Right, Jimmy? No. Don't talk to me. <laughs> all right. Next question. Last one, I promise. So, uh, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> yeah, are you? Yeah. yeah. Jim's the brains of the whole thing. Rob's a dick. And uh, Adam's a good looking one. Adam's the sexy candy. Well, yeah. you need, you that know, you can't even see. It's good to have brains and looks and a dick. That's well, right. thank goodness. Uh, Andre. The I giant? Said, uh, uh, nope. Nope. Oh. Um, just Andre. I uh, said, hi guys. Love the show. I want to know if you guys had any advice on adding shrimp to my tank. I currently have 30 gallon tank. I have 11 neon tetras, three glow tetras. And one small Playco. Would it be possible to add shrimp to this tank? If so, what would be your recommendation and how many? By the way, I have blue gravel bottom, and I would like some cherry shrimp. Uh, if you guys have a chance to write back, that'd be sweet. That pop. I was pop thinking like. the same thing. That pop nice. Aesthetically. Yeah. Okay, so number one, you have blue gravel. You okay. Need, you need to have a little... Uh, no. No, no, breaking wants, bad figure. Nobody, nobody wants, <laughs> nobody wants clown puke. No, nobody wants baking bread figures. No, 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 just the breaking bad figurines to match your meth soil. I think that'd be kind of cute. <sighs> no, um, no, no, it's a, it, we've went Help over the poor this. Guy it's out, a great escape. Oh. Uh, you know, as you said, cherry shrimp would pop nicely against the blue. Uh, make sure that you're using neo cardinia because cardinia won't uh, work without uh, a lot of tender loving care and probably a softer uh, substrate. And, and put a bunch of shrimp in there because the, they'll get picked off. 
I, lots of hiding spots, maybe some Java moss. Out of, yeah. out of the things that'll hit them, neons probably leave them alone. Uh, glow light tetras. I don't know if they're glow light tetras, glow tetras. I don't know what type of tetras those are. But anything bigger than a neon tetra has risk of a couple getting hit. So get yourself a few. Especially now, babies. Remember that adding a ton of shrimp does not add a ton of biological bacteria to a tank. So you have essentially 15 fish in a 30-gallon tank, and they're all schooling. Don't be afraid to, you know, get a gaggle of shrimp in there. I would start out with, seriously, uh, this is me. I'd throw, this is you. I'd throw 50 in. I mean, yeah. But that's, I mean, uh, this is the guy, I've got 150 in a 20-gallon tank, and Joe goes, oh, that's not even crowded. Yeah, Joe goes, like, is that two and a half gallons? We could do, th- we could do 350 easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so don't be afraid to just dump some cherry shrimp in there if you lose a couple. Well, no, no, no. Remember, Joe said don't dump them. Oh, yes. Excuse me. Delicately go through the process, acclimate, quarantine, and then get it in there. No dump and go. No dump and go. Make sure that tank's established. Is that where you put them in the bag and then put the bag in the water? Like when. See? That's all This man doesn't have fish and he gets it. He gets it. High five, bro. Hey. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, do do that and uh, don't be afraid. And, you know, use promo code Aquarium Guys at checkout for uh, joeshrimpshack.com. Ask for a six inch chola wood. Yeah. Lots of it. Chola wood's great with uh, blue gravel. <laughs> Special thanks to our listener, Maverick, who has got us buried up to our waist in chola wood. Okay. We already have two cases of it, right? And now we're having another 150 pieces coming our way. <laughs> I feel, Jimmy, hold on. Listen to me here. For the fans, we need to put you, when it's warmer out, uh, and just bury you in chola wood naked. But then put only batches of chola wood, all the chola wood that we've had for Maverick, covering up the most, you know, unique areas. It'd only take one little piece. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just start them on fire and try to stay warm for the next week. It's a damn cold just up a, here. a chola bonfire? Or we should make maybe make a, a log cabin on a chola wood. I think that would be cool. Six-inch pieces are kind of like big, giant, retarded Lincoln logs. Right. Oh, Lincoln logs. Yeah. Let's build yeah, you stuff. remember those. I do. Yes. And, and what did I make you last week out of the chola wood? I made you a very nice gift. Yeah, you put plants in it. I put Anubis plants in them and brought one over to Robbie and gave it to him and put it in this tank for him. And as a very famous actor once said, you could put your weed in there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Speaking of plants. Oh, oh, no. oh, don't start with me, Adam. <laughs> Jim learned something. <laughs> what did Jimmy learn? Jim had an expensive lesson. How many times have I said in this program that you learn from other people's mistakes? I learned from yours, Jim. God damn. <laughs> what did you do? So I've been cranking out guppies like, like an animal. We've been, we've been producing 100, 150 guppies a day, seven days a week. And Adam figured this out for me because I still had figured it out when I talked to Adam about it. So we are scooping. We have a 110-gallon fish pond, and inside that fish pond we have two extra large pop-up hampers and i keep 50 female guppies in each one so i have two of them so i have 100 female guppies in there like i said we're collecting anywhere between 100 150 babies a, a day not a week but a day and um so these things are cranking it's doing great and last monday when i was late i was at schmelta airlines schmelta airlines and i bought a whole bunch of plants. And right now, you know, after we had that plant episode a while back, I just really, I thought, you know, I'm going to start selling more plants. And so I've been importing um, Amazon sword plants, buying them for 55 cents a piece. They come in, they're six to eight inches high. They're rooted. I put them in a little uh, 
those little poly baskets that you see at the pet store, wrapped them, wrap them in some um, cotton fiber type material. And I sell them for $6 a piece and I am selling tons of them. And these things grow so fast and do so well. So anyway, I brought some in last week. I was in a hurry when I came over here because I was running late. So I just took the plants and I threw them in my fish pond. And the next day, all my fish started dying. Wait, wait. And they are still dying tonight. I've lost over 80 female guppies in a week's time. I'm losing 5 to 10 a day. And, and can, can you, like, for the, the children that are going and not understanding how this works, why are they dying? Adam figured it out. I figured that they sprayed the plants with either an antibacterial agent or something to ship them over because to, in order to uh, get them through the customs. COVID and everything else, customs. That took you guys USDA. a while to figure out. That's a big thing. They they spray all that shit. But they don't from Florida. No, because they don't have to. Right. And so bringing in from Florida for years and years and years and years, throw them in the tank, they're fine. You know, they don't have anything in the box saying that, you know, to rinse them off or anything like that. Never hurt. No, because they'll, they'll get more money from you the next order. <laughs> yeah, I have to order female guppies now from them. No, I'm not <laughs> going to. So anyway, very expensive mistake. I'm going to have to start over. I've got another 300 females coming from the same gentleman, and it's just very frustrating. And so, when I would almost bleach that whole tub, Jim. I am going to uh, drink a gallon of bleach and urinate in it. And urinate it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to bomb the damn thing. So, but yet, but yet, I'm still getting 40 or 50 babies a day out of them. The babies don't seem to be affected. And what was interesting is when I threw those plants in. The basket that was closest to the plants were the first ones to go. And it took about four or five days for the other ones, which were probably about two feet away, before they started to become affected. Well, I'm glad to hear that uh, fetal alcohol syndrome isn't a part of guppies' life. What? Yeah, because you said the babies are good. <laughs> they have built-in immunity. Yeah. You know? We don't know that. No. It's we like, haven't seen them to no. adulthood yet. They could be window oh. lickers for all we know. <laughs> Maybe this tongue will stick out and yeah. get more money for them. Exactly. It'll be cuter somehow. All right, let's and, get going. And oh, I have one thing too. Yes, do it. Just so everybody knows, in New York, the state, they are talking about basically banning the shipping of all live animals, so fish, birds, reptiles, cats, dogs, dogs, cats, everything. Um, U.S. Ark is how I know about it. It's a reptile organization. Go there and sign the petition because. There's all these rules and regulations, and they just basically want to ban everything, shipping of interstate. And if New York passes it, there's a chance that they could spread it around. So people that ship fish through the U.S. Postal Service or FedEx, UPS, everything, even um, it would even knock out uh, airline regulations, too. So you could not fly fish into New York, the state, um, from be, like Seagrest Farms or anything. That would be devastating to the whole fish community. You know, imagine the amount of money, hobby. the amount of money you make smuggling. Black black market fish, right? No, no, this would be just normal market fish. Normal market fish, like, <laughs> bro. You want some? You want some neon Tetris, bro? <laughs> I got some Legos. Yeah. Come back here. Come to the basement. Yeah, I, I can't wait to to get that phone call. <laughs> you never yeah. saw him again. Robbie sobbing in prison. <laughs> oh, selling some neons, and now I'm somebody's bitch. Yep. They don't got soap in fish prison. <laughs> got greedy, dude. <laughs> Just be careful you don't get catfished. There we go. Ah! Oh. Scrap out of the blue. Oh, kiss my whiskers. Um, we have a, a question actually, Scrap. Go ahead and just like, you know, hit us live with that. All right. So 
speaking of guppies, I've been raising some guppies and uh, I had a spawn of about 30 plus out of one of my nicer females. But here's the kicker is that about under half of them were non-viable fry, meaning they were either just little balls or they were heads or they had tails. Or then the ones that I've gotten most of them to survive were, were at least had an egg sack on them and then up. And so I don't know. Have you ever seen this, Jimmy? Those are whiskey babies. Yeah. The, um, she probably got stressed out and, and gave birth and, abor- you know, basically aborted them, unfortunately. I've had them too where I brought some home from a pet store when I was younger and I put them in one of those baby catchers, you know. And she was so stressed out. Yeah, those little plastic things. And she was so stretched out that she threw all the babies and half of them looked like little egg yolks and kind of the same thing. So I would keep, I'd keep her and let her try it again. Okay. Cause those were new, fairly new tanks that I'd set up, but I was fairly certain that they were already cycled, but there was a whole new rack and everything and maybe just transferring over and she didn't like it. Yeah. For some reason, also, my females don't like. They, they freak out when they're in those, uh, I get the big planter baskets from Home Depot. They're like a buck 50. They fit perfect in the top of like a 15 tall or a 10 gallon tank. But when I'm above them, it's like they freak out and they run around. It's like they can't go anywhere. But if they're in the little clear baskets, for some reason, they're fine. I don't know what the deal is with that. I think they, just, so maybe they see, probably see you as a predator, like as a bird from above coming you know, down on them and stuff. Because when, when you, they can see you walking, they know it's you. But from above, they're okay. probably seeing shadows and whatnot. You know, like you throw in some some moss or some um, duckweed or something for them to hide and or for them to t- seek cover underneath, and you probably have real good success. That, and if anyone's okay. listening, if you have stillborn issues, because I've had a bunch of it myself, uh, live bears have a unique way of controlling when they need to uh, get rid of or any type of uh, scenario that they believe needs to held on. Like I've had a pregnant fish for months and won't won't drop them. Uh, then I've also had ones that stress out drop just like you're having issues. You darken the tank. Shut. Don't be afraid to shut the light off. Um, make more space. You know, coverage of plants like you said the duckweed and whatnot. Darken that tank up, and you'll have great results. Yeah, and you'll get the occasional female that will pass away giving birth too, and that's just part of it, unfortunately. I mean, when I've had 150 females going, I'd lose one, maybe two females a week, and unfortunately. Um, it's, it's just uh, part of the business, I think. I hate to say it. Tell she goes. Well, Adam, you got anything else? Nope, that's good. So we did an extended news and extras uh, this episode. But, uh, Joe, I can't thank you enough, man, hey, for coming. It's fun. So, Joe, we, we need to uh, – normally we ask traditional questions, like, what got you into the hobby? But I think we just need to be, know more about you. Sure. So uh, what is your background? Oh, man. Well, I uh, – how do I make this nice and short? I uh, oh, no. skip the felonies. Just <laughs> stick to the misdemeanors. I, I, I have a near, near, a near, near, near felony, but I was seventeen and doesn't count. And it was with Prime. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> and uh, let's see. Uh, I grew up in Iowa. I grew up in southeastern Iowa, and then I moved up to Minneapolis uh, in my early twenties, uh, a little, little bit more than ten years ago, uh, to play music. And I've been playing music since I was nine. I started playing drums and cello, and I quit playing cello, but I keep playing drums. I picked up guitar and bass, and then I sing and write songs mostly. Is that where the hair came from with the whole Kenny G thing? The, the the hair, honestly, I've had long hair since third grade, and I didn't and I didn't play anything yet, and I didn't know why I liked it, but I've always just loved the framing of I just like it. And then suddenly it was. 
<laughs> exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't play any horns, unfortunately. Oh. But my computer does. So hey, Jimmy plays a didgeridoo, kind of. I love the didgeridoo. I have people that request that I not play didgeridoo. <laughs> Anti-request. Uh, to be fair, it's also 50-50. You also have people that request you do. So Yeah, there's it's a lot a of... very mixed camp. We have a lot of drug addicts that listen, and they're like, yeah. Drug addicts and fish? I mean, I know music and drug addicts. That's yeah. common, but fish? Oh, no, 100%. Yeah? Yeah, we oh, got yeah. we got people that have, like, successful fish businesses that are hard stoners. Oh. Not saying names. <laughs> you know who me. you are. It's not me. Adam. You know who you are. Adam. That's Interesting. Adam. You know, no, it's, it's uh, not. Yeah. <laughs> So I pretty much built my whole life around live music. I, I, I toured nationally with my band Dead Larry uh, in uh, the 2000s. And then uh, I started playing on a music festival, an outer space-themed music festival. And, you know, br- basically bringing a bunch of intoxicated people together in a small area and driving around and doing that. That's my, that was my living for a really long time. God bless America. So, <laughs> so when COVID hit, uh, obviously, those are the things you can't do. You know, you can't gather and, you know, nor... And traveling is extremely difficult. So I had to figure out a way to somehow take my skill set and, and, and monetize it in a way and sell things that people wanted. Like, what do people want? People don't pay for music. Music is essentially free, uh, you know, on the Internet. So, so I started writing songs for people's pets. It was, a, it was a jo- like a joke, fun thing with a friend. And Who had the idea? My friend Jess. My friend Jess. She's my partner in my festival, and she... She heard I, the first song I ever wrote when I was nine, uh, or maybe I was 11. I was 11 and uh, was about my cat, Tucker. And I played it on one of my Oh, shows. Tucker. Tucker. I bet cat. you that had a lot of things that rhymed with Tucker. You know, I didn't swear in it. I, and I normally don't <laughs> swear. But Tucker uh, was my cat. And uh, I wrote a song about him. And I played it at some random show uh, that, you know, just played it for fun. And she heard that. And she's like, will you write a song about my cats? And I said, sure. Wrote a song about her cats. And she's like, this is amazing. You should see if anybody else wants one. So I offered my Facebook. I just made a post. I didn't make a commercial. I just made a post. And then a dozen orders for people's pet songs. And I let people pick what genre they want it to be. So Yeah, mine came up as a Facebook ad for some reason. Yeah, I, 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 later on I made an ad and I put it out there. But like the first like couple months was just like, Anybody want a song about your pet? <laughs> it's like, was there any drinking involved in this? No, I actually I quit drinking three and a half years ago. So this was, uh, you know, I mean, I'm so I'm this not, is just you. I'm being California you. sober. You this know is just I mean? Twilight. California sober. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a Twilight Zone uh, episode. Like, no, no, it's really working. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. And and I I didn't really realize how easy it would be for me to do. Like, I can sit down in a few hours, really, just like kind of pump out a song about people's pets and and everyone loves them and i've no, i have no i have no complaints so far do you record them and then send them or how i do, do yeah i record i re- pretty much record them as i write so like i'll i'll sit down and i'll be like cool they want a reggae song cool i'll just like start playing some reggae like that's good for now and then i write a bass part you know and I put in the drums and put all the stuff and I just layer it all and then it's done and I, I call it the pet song method. And since I started doing that, I applied that to my other songs, how, like how to write them. So I've probably written, including pet songs, I've probably written about 50 songs in the past 11 months. That's pretty prolific. Which is crazy. Dylan's jealous right now. Yeah, I mean, I, they're, not all, they're not all zingers, but I mean, they, you know, it's like I, I'm going to be sitting there in my apartment anyway. So I might as well somehow get money from people. Cause That's right. Legal money. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like I can... I can, you know, I, and it's it's wholesome, and that was what you were saying to me when we first oh, talked. Oh, fantastic! You're like this is so wholesome, and then it's it's funny. I wrote a song for the show today, 
And uh, it is the least wholesome pet song. Wonderful. <laughs> it's like he knows. This it, is like the rated R version. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like he knows. I feel like, I feel like, you know, you don't have to, you know, it's, it's on the verge, you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, but it, it's good. I'm, I want to, I don't want to play it yet. I want to build it up. Right. We're going to, we're going to build the <laughs> we'll kill, Yeah. Cause it's not a very long song. Yeah. A little foreplay. Yeah, exactly. You know, get a, get, get people let's, going. Let's get everybody roused. Yeah. So again, Going back to me sitting on the shitter discovering this, uh, it was just like the whole like two minute ad, like, "Hey, would you do you love your pet? <laughs> would you like to touch your pet?" And Wait, then, like, whoa, I'm in. Yeah, basically, no. basically, I'm in. I wanted I wanted to sillily make people be like, "Do you love your pet? Well, do you love your pet enough to buy it a song?" They're like, they're Over. like "Of course me. I do." Yeah, but you know, I, I with the you know the music to the commercial is just different pet songs throughout them. So I immediately started messaging. You were in Minnesota. I'm like, this has got to happen. We got to get you to do a pet song. And uh, we're recording this ahead of time, but we also should be hearing our new Aquarium uh, Guys theme song at the beginning with, uh, I believe, some scrap help. Is that correct, Scrap? Yeah, I'm going to throw some tracks down and send them at our new friend here, and then he's going to incorporate the things that are tasty into his liking. Evolving theme songs. Hell yeah. So I'm, I'm right. tickled pink to If hear. you could throw Gilligan's Island in there, I'd be happy. Listeners listening to this now are going to be like, wow, that's a great song. <laughs> we haven't heard it fully yet. So <laughs> so uh, I immediately said, hey, man, can we get the you know, interview? And you were, you were good for it. So you came up for the night. And uh, cold ass drive, you're a trooper. Thanks yeah, for it's, it's it, you know, I just stay in the apartment for months until it gets below 30, negative 30. And then I leave. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's poor planning on your part. <laughs> right. So we did some trading, you know, new intro song, advertisements on the podcast. So if you guys are checking this out, what is the website? Uh, SmokinJoeOnline.com. So no G is important. Smokin. Smokin Joe. I-N. I-N. Smokin. Smokin Joe. You can't do apostrophe for the... Uh, not in the... Not, not in, in the, the U-L-R. Not in the U-L-R. Yeah, not in the W-W web. The net. I don't like that character. As it were. Really? No, uh, but smoking Joe online, I I try to make it as easy as poss- easy as possible to navigate to the pet song order. I also make custom like what I real songs. I wrote a song for uh, someone's father that was like the most country song I think I've written, and I really enjoyed making that song. I wrote a song for a new love that met at like a festival, so it's all like hippie, you know, acoustic guitars and hand drums. And then uh, and then I wrote a song for a good friends of mine that got married, and that was like funky synthy. So whatever you want a song, if you want a song about literally anything, unless it's, you know, I mean, unless it's extremely, you know, negative, you know what I mean? I like, so like, it's to build people up, you know, but fun, humor is good. <laughs> so maybe not, not about your first love that you found in prison. No, you know, I mean, <laughs> skip I, that one. I can, <laughs> that, wait, 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 I don't he, know. He would write a song. He called hold my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> hold in my pocket. Hold pocket. my pocket. Uh-huh. You know, and it's. I think, it's just, I think there's an Eminem song about gerbils in prison. I don't know. <laughs> I could be. I could be wrong. So we're gonna change it to hamsters. Lemmy winks. Hamsters. Yeah. We just, because we don't want we don't want him coming after us. Right. He's too good of a. We, we don't want Disney after us. We don't want. There's no. a lot of people we don't want after us. You know, and Disney's listening. Schmelta. Always. Always. Disney's listening. Always. All right. Slight tangent, Jimmy. So, yes. Uh, I've been asked to ask you on on air. Can we please do? A getting fish from Schmelta Airlines episode where we, where we mic you up, we go in, and we, we literally we record the entire podcast for the entire duration you're waiting. You might want to start a GoFundMe right now. 
to just, get just for your supplies so you can make it make it through the night. Yeah. You know what's really sad is that is that since COVID happened, I was not able to use Schmelta Airlines for almost a full year. And and now I'm going back. They have all new people and you know they've got an attitude. They seem to care at this point. No. And I've been in and out of the airport literally in in three or four minutes, five minutes tops. And this last time the only reason I couldn't get out there is they were trying to train somebody in. That's what took so damn long. But, no yeah, way. They, they've been good. But, you know, give them six months, they'll drive it into the ditch. All right. When it gets bad again, that's when we'll have to. Oh, I'll let so. you know. You'll okay. get a phone call. And we'll have the sensor button ready. This is at the Fargo Police Department, Rob. <laughs> so, Joe, for just so you're on the aware, uh, this man's on the Secret Service list. Because uh, when Just once. Clinton came to town, he had a bad day and couldn't get fish and blew through their blockade. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, It wasn't really a blockade, and that's what I told him. They yeah. were not impressed with it at all. You were not impressed with their blockade. No. If a minivan could just drive right through. I told him, I said, you look like a couple of farmers talking about crops. <laughs> and I just drove around them. They, they just happened to be in black suits. They were not happy. With glasses, sunglasses. I was going through my divorce, so I was not in a good mood anyway. Yeah, a bad mood will do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. And so, it, it made all five five foot eight of me think I was invincible, and I mouthed off to the Secret Service. But then, luckily, Secret Service got busted that next day, and he got fired. So it's all right. I think they were just onto something fishy going on. That's all. That could be. They knew I was smuggling guppies up my buttocks. Well. I mean, we're going to have to do something for New York coming up. Yeah, there we go. Uh, now, back to the music, right? Yeah. Uh, what has been your most challenging song or most noteworthy that you've done so far? Oh, man. I have a couple. They People give me information about the pet that I'm singing about. A lot of times, it's not their pet. They're buying it as a gift. And I will take as much or as little as they want to give me. I, I prefer more information to, to less. But I, w- I once made a song for a friend uh, that was a gift for someone else where all I knew was the dog's name and that it liked to fetch. They wanted it like like bluesy. And I was like, okay. Seems very vanilla. That is so that that was the most challenging. And that <laughs> song turned out great. It was like it's like not I, I couldn't believe just how how my brain was like, so how many ways can I say this dog likes to fetch? Like how many different words are there to make three minutes two minutes of content? Ta-da. <laughs> and and let's see, I, I had to I made one with two dogs, a cat, and a lizard. And there was so much information that I just had to make it a rap or I wouldn't be able to get it through. <laughs> I was like, I don't usually rap, but <laughs> I got to say all this stuff. about and it just this. went out. Yeah, and it just happened. you know. And I started making electronic pet songs when people wanted them, which kind of got, got me into making my own electronic music just when I don't have any words to say. Because it's great, you know, just making music for music's sake. And, you know, the majority of the music you hear in commercials or, or anywhere is all electronically made. So it's like... You got to get good at that if you want to get in the industry. Now, what is your favorite genres to pick on if someone sends you a request? Because I know that, again, your background is a lot of like really good funk. Yeah, funk and rock music. I like funk a lot, you know, and I love rock a lot. I'm really into 90s Brit pop. So like your Radiohead, your Blur, Gorillaz, stuff like that. And and I, I love doing that. Anything indie, progressive, rock, funk, that sort of thing. But I do. I mean, I toured as a tour manager with a bluegrass band for two years. So I have listened to a ton of bluegrass, toured with a ska band for a while. and so, Wait, wait, what ska band? A Space Monkey Mafia. Ah, on your shirt there. Yeah, just have me wearing the hoodie today. I just need to I come up that. with better band names. Like, 
that's, that's I was like, we what? could do a band, Jimmy. When I first heard Space no. Monkey Mafia, I was like, that's a stupid name. They're like, oh, it's a ska band. I'm like, that's a great name. That's a great name. Because <laughs> hey. uh, it's a, uh, you know, it, it's all, it all depends. So I, I love all music. I can find an artist in any genre that I enjoy. I think it's, I think it's sometimes a bit much when people just write off entire genres. I'm going to be looking up the Space Monkey Mafia because, you know, uh, uh, fun fact, my wife and I, our first uh, our honeymoon, right? Went to a, a ska concert for Five Iron Frenzy. Five Iron Frenzy? That was a whole lot of fun. Nice. I saw a real big fish on their 20th anniversary tour of Kill Your Television? Kill Your TV? Is that the name of their album? And they were touring. God, they had so much fun with touring. the marketing department. Yeah. Was, they were touring with Anti Flag, and I was like, yeah, let's go see these bands. Just look around like, we are old now. This is Nobody's running into each other. The mosh pit is very friendly. Like, it's like, my sciatica. <laughs> it's not 2008 anymore when you can go watch Real Big Fish with a 16-inch mohawk and get totally screwed over in the mosh pit. It just doesn't happen. Was that you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a mohawk after that day. It was kind of like a, a mode hawk. A mode. Down. Nice. I mean, you never know where this is going to take you. I mean, look at Adam. Not Adam Elmashar, but Adam from All City. And, and he's from Minnesota. Uh, dated Carly Rae Jepsen, had several big hits, and now he's writing music for Disney. I would so. love to write theme songs and pet songs and just, like, silly little things. As long as people know what they want, like, I just like to do it. It's really fun. So what is, what, what is the, the, the most popular animal that people want their song about? Is it their... It's all cats and dogs. It's like 95% cats and dogs. I've had, I have one, I have one in the, that I haven't done yet. I got the order for a turtle. I finally have a turtle, which has been... Hell good. yeah. So that's, I'm excited to have some new, new words to use. You know, no, no more fuzzy, no more like pooch and, and puppy and, you know, kidders and all that stuff. Like, and it's wonderful, but a turtle, hedgehog, I made a hedgehog song. And that was really fun. That hedgehog has the personality, I guess. Wait, wait, wait. Was it not Sonic? It was, I, it was not Sonic. This hedgehog's name was Tilly. But I do say, I do have a Sonic reference in the... I mean, how do I write oh, a Sonic? You can't help it. <laughs> Shout out to Tilly. Tilly. Shout out to Tilly. Shout out to Tilly. Yeah, Silly. Silly Miss Tilly. Uh, <laughs> the hedgehog. And, and I learned a lot about people's pets. And I have met some of these pets after writing the song. So I've like gone over to people's houses that ordered the song, and they're like, "Oh, hey, this is the pet that I know extremely well." Did you get met. your picture taken with the pet? I did not. You should. I'm terrible. That would that. be good on your Facebook. Yeah. Like here's here they are. Yeah, and it's uh, you know I don't know I don't know what to do. Actually, I know that uh, I have an album of original songs coming out first this year, and then in the summertime I was going to compile 2020 all of the tw- all all the pet songs I can fit onto an album and release, and maybe release a pet song album like every year and just put it out send it to ellen <laughs> right seriously i mean she's got such great pr right now <laughs> hey nobody else will go on her damn f- show uh, that, they're, having a a, they're having a heck of a time getting people to come on her show i can't believe she still has a show yeah. she really she'll, yeah she'll breeze Why? through it she'll make it. she's gotten so much negative pr and her her viewership is way 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 down yeah what does she do she, pissed off a lot of people she's just really mean i guess i don't really know the yeah. details yeah, she treats she treats her staff like crap, and and a lot of her guests, you know, that weren't big name guests and stuff, you know. And she always practices, you know, always be nice to each other, and she's just the exact opposite, I guess. I think that's the problem, you know. I, I don't think it's like oh, another you know another celebrity yeah. in Hollywood being a jerk to their staff, but I think it's the fact that the way she 
appears is oh yeah she's she is. like the alter ego right. of right. of it so it's like kids don't do drugs and then you go to drugs which hey and i'm not i'm not in her field either but yeah she's she literally made people dance you couldn't go on the ellen show unless you danced it was a requirement like that person being an asshole totally ironic see i really i really enjoyed her show until she started getting a little political and whatnot and stuff and and that's why I watch stuff like that, because I get so tired of the news and everything else. I just want to be entertained for a little while, you know? Which is why we have fun episodes, Jimmy. That's right. We don't want all information. We all right. have those episodes. All right. so, yeah, I mean, I've learned I've learned a lot just sitting here. I mean, I don't know if I'll retain it, <laughs> but, you know, I didn't realize how, how that there was a new booming shrimp part of, of Oh, aquarium. huge. Like, it's, oh. it's a new thing. So, it, it, uh, just for your information, yeah. repeating for uh, listeners, uh, the shrimp hobby essentially started in the mid-90s, right? Okay. Uh, that's how it like birthed. It didn't even hit the United States until late 2000s and 2010s. Uh, so extremely new hobby yeah. for people. And they're all these uh, colorful decorative shrimp. You saw my shrimp wall? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was yeah, surprised. All kinds of colors. I was like, is that food? Like, no, people like shrimp. And I, that was the first. I was like, I didn't know people kept shrimp. Imagine having a guy that his business is called Joe's Shrimp Shack. I he heard the tell people that he's not a restaurant. Every day. Every yeah. damn day. Well, I heard the commercials... Uh, and they were so funny and weird. I thought it, I didn't think it was real. I thought it wasn't a real place. We made it mythical, Jimmy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was like, Joe is kind of mythical. I mean, he's kind of like a unicorn. I was like, is this a shtick? Like, because like, it was so. Yeah, it's such a challenge too because none of the commercials are reused. That was something I learned early on with the podcast. Is I just tacked on the last week's. I didn't know there was going to be a new one. Rob's like, no, 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 no. We can't do that. We have new to do every a new week. one every time. A new Joe's Shrimp Shack. It it, it is awesome. That's it awesome. It is so cool, and it, it's so challenging. And then there are nights where it's like 2 in the morning, and I'm sitting there like, there's still no ad. And so then I go on YouTube and get some like stock background music and noodle on it and sing a blues song about some crustaceans. <laughs> there you, you go. Know? And then people love it. And I'm like, holy crap. People actually want that whole song, but guess what? I can't actually give you that whole song because it's royalty-free track. I didn't unless I go make a whole new backing track. If you want that song, then we're going to have to make redo the whole thing and write the whole thing out. But See, that's what we it have was Joe. fun to do for a snip. We don't have any money, so just right. scrap that. Yeah, <laughs> scrap. <laughs> no, scrap that. Scrap that, scrap. Anybody who has money, they're holding on to it. No, we, we have a lot of fun, <laughs> even like this, because, uh, again, we record these in the past. So we sat down. If you want to know how we make these... We asked the community to do this. So if you haven't joined us, go to AquariumGuysPodcast.com. At the bottom of the website, you'll find our link to Discord. That's where we're actually doing this live on Twitch as well. But uh, join the debauchery. We have a huge community there. And the people, the listeners, are responsible for the ads. We'll make you a star. So we had this uh, lovely ad. And th they basically stole it from a Doritos commercial. Uh, Doritos uh, commercial. Was, they wanted to have Hicks eat Doritos, essentially, was the idea. <laughs> so they made it like... Incomprehensible. So, I mean, this is the little beginning. My butt just puckered up. I know, right? Stand on the tank now, Tank. Get in them playing tank with them crawl. They don't crawl down. I tell you what, what fella gonna keep it in that tank? See y'all going on them and they're in that web on George. Check. And better say 15 on in order. And got crawl, scram, trollers. And then he got them backwater now. Well, how dang, crying out loud in the bin. Well, get my spray around now. I tell you what. Ain't no, 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 bucket.
So yeah, that. So come on down to Cracker Barrel. That was an advertisement for Joe Shrimp Shack. Wow. Uh, so we we go uh, have a lot of freedom. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the same as playing with a musical genre. Hundred percent. Absolutely, like commercial genres. You like, just have more skill. See, I think one of my favorite Joe Shrimp Shack uh, commercials was when Adam was looking at at shrimp, and his wife said, "Why don't you just look at porn like everybody else?" <laughs> one of my favorites. Are you? Com- I mean, I'm sure somebody's combined shrimp and porn. You can think if you can think of it, it exists. Right? If not, you're you're hearing it first here, and we need it. Yes, just for Adam. Sounds like no, no, no. Don't need. Rob wants. Oh, oh, oh. dark oh. web stuff. Dark, dark web stuff. Dark web. Can't well, see there. Need a flashlight. I'm, I'm just. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm trying to be patient here, but you gotta share a song with us. Okay. Do you want? Should I do the song? Oh, okay. So when you say the song. When, when I talked I wrote, to you, I said that you should give an example. You never finish with Freebird. You never finish with Freebird. <laughs> never finish with Freebird. Never free You don't start with Freebird. You finish with Freebird. Right. So we, we talked on the on the phone. We messaged back and forth. And you mm-hmm. wanted some ideas because we want to give an example on what you can do for our listeners as far as making them a fish song. Absolutely. So I immediately gave you a few different ideas. And uh, I'm trying to remember what I gave you. Um, well, I, I don't remember all the ideas, but I do know what I decided to do. <laughs> <laughs> Which was override your ass uh, and just do whatever so you want. I wrote, I wrote a song about the uh, the flower horn fish. Oh god! Oh, oh no! Oh no! Uh, and you know, and then there's a very special characteristic to this fish. Yeah, they're very they're very pretty. Jimmy, this would be what, the time to put the kids to bed. <laughs> Jimmy, what what's the special characteristic about a flower horn? Uh, they're they're bump on their head. I can't remember what it's called. It's called a cock. K-O-K. K-O-K. It's the round ball on the front of a flower horn's head. And how a they're bubble defined. crown, if you will. Right. D- did you listen to our flower horn episode? I did not, but I, I learned a lot. I, when I, have to, I have to make... I mean, I knew I was going on a, a podcast that people know about this fish already, so I can't just sure. make it up. Like, it has to be accurate You to do all your research. We were like a bunch <laughs> of six-year-old kids seeing how many times we could say the word cock. That was what I do in the song. It was funny because... Because you know, oh, Rob, no. Rob, not 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 how many times, but at the I'm same so time, excited. no, we were up to 250, I think. You know, easy. It's uh, definitely not that many times, but it was. I I am a pretty wholesome songwriter. I don't swear really. I don't. You know, I you know, I don't really. Uh, it's anything I do is generally innuendo. If I'm talking about anything sexual or anything devious, you know, it's all just kind of. You can't really tell. So this is the first time I was worried. Like my the people and my neighbors are gonna be like, <laughs> what is he? <laughs> Cause I'm I'm singing I'm making harmonies you know what I mean like I'm doing this stuff like and it's ridiculous it's a ridiculous it's a ridiculous, ridiculous songs but it's named just K O K is the name of the song so just cock is the name of the song I'm so I'm, I'm so glad it's not named K K K you know yeah yeah that'd be a different song for a different, different completely podcast. different probably podcast. wouldn't be having, not this podcast no. I feel like I feel like that's a line of like I will yeah. not write you a song about the K K K. That's, <laughs> no, doesn't matter what the money is. No, it's like you know, it's like I'm going to be on the right side of history. I, you know, I believe. That's right. And the cock, the cock, cock, the song oh, is well. is written uh, by most. I think it's almost entirely, if not entirely, from the perspective of the fish. Oh God! So, <laughs> um, oh man, it's uh, like my birthday, Jimmy. <laughs> Just hold on, so I can lawyer up. Okay, yeah. Hold so, on. so, so I wrote the song, and I wish I had more time to spend on. I always feel like you know, it's never done. Uh, but I, I kept it pretty simple, but this is an example of, uh, just simple layering, just drums, bass, I think two guitar and then a harmony. And then I'm going to sing the lead. I recorded the regular lead vocal. Um, and I'm gonna play guitar along with it too, but I, I had fun and I, I was surprised. I was nervous on my own writing this like kind of dirty song about fish, but it's, it's not dirty. It's not, but it, okay, here we go. I'm so excited. Let me just transfer over here. Words, just in case. J4 annulling flower horns, if you're listening. 
Flower horn. This is a flower horn song. This song's available for purchase. You got you can hear me? You got it? We yes. hear you. And I'm gonna make sure this is that we are good noise to you. Okay. Here we go. The flower horn like this I was born a beautiful protrusion it is coming out my head you see this thing is bubble crown makes me kingfish all the ladies want me and I know that it must be I got a great big cock sending all the chicklets in the shop shine a light on a great big Cog and make a wish Get a load of this 12-inch fish I'm sure you want to know What makes this big cock grow Better feed me right and right on time Get a big old tank and see How big this cock can be More you play with me You'll see this cock grow exponentially Got a great big cock in the shark Shine a light on my great big cock and make a wish Get a load of the 12 inch fish You see baby I'm the fish of your dreams If you treat me right I'll give you anything My vibrant color is shining like the sun You can show me off Show me off to everyone Feel like the world, the world's gotta know. And you gotta, you gotta tell them so. Stick with me. And there'll be the talk of the whole block. Talk about this flower horn and his great big cock. Cause I got a big cock. Great big cock. Goddamn. Sending all the cichlids into shock. Shine a light on my big old cock and make a wish. Get a load of this 12-inch fish. Cause I got a great big cock. Sending all the little sicklies in the shock. Shine a light on this big old cock. Make a wish. On this 12-inch fish. I will, uh, I'll make sure oh. to, I'm going to wrap it up and I'm going to like, uh, you know, mix it right. And I'll send over like a real Joe oh, recorded version. That, uh, <laughs> that was great, man. That, that was, was the, great. That was way better than I ever could have dreamed. And especially uh, the goddamn. <laughs> I learned so much. Like they're a tran- they're, they're, so this is, they're translucent. So you shine a light, you can like see through them. This is just, oh my God. This is like Sesame street. You learn stuff. I did. I learned so this, much. You know what? We're labeling this an informational episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, my was... wife, my wife had to come downstairs to see what the f- was going on. Oh, God. 
Like, why does he keep saying cock over and over? But it's true. I learned a lot. And I mean, as soon as they said it's a 12-inch fish, I was like, oh, man. Oh, it was so informational, so exact. And, and you know, to make, to make a, a flower horn's cock uh, grow larger, you have to play with it. 100%. Which, I mean, it was all there. I mean, there, there, it, every, every line, everything, hot damn. God damn. Oh, uh, you lost it, Jimmy. Did you have any clue? Because I didn't give Jimmy hardly any information about what was going on tonight. Did I'm like you have a any clue is going to be this good? Yeah, this is great. This is oh. some of the best right here. Uh, yeah. Joe, Flower holy horns. shit. Uh, you're right. That was the that's Freebird. That was Freebird yeah, right you, there. You hit, yeah, he started with Freebird. I don't know what you're going to follow up with. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's my that's my fishiest song. That's his I, fishiest song. That is, you know, and it, it was written specifically. So if you like that, I mean, I can literally... He, write a song. I just I wonder, you know, fish fish are a, are a different kind of pet. Should I move back? I mean, it's up to you. Otherwise, we it, it, if you want to showcase something of your normal work, I mean, it's this is this is your floor, sir. Shine if you want to shine, let her rip. Shine like a diamond. I mean, if if that was just like you know not enough effort, like you'd feel like it wasn't done. I want to know what a done song is. Like, holy oh, yeah. shit! I just feel like. I, I feel like, uh, oh, it's done. Like, I think the song, the words are done. I just, uh, you know, I got, it's not like a radio quality no, no. mix. I'd ask that on my local radio station. In fact, I'm going to send it to him after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please uh, use my music. I got a great big cock. <laughs> yep. Shine the light. <laughs> for, for the flower horns is uh, like 55 gallons. And that's huge. It is. That's it's actually mass. 75 oh. for the bigger ones. 75. Yeah. Because you guys are talking about like you know thirty you know well, I don't what's the biggest one here oh that one's ninety right there ninety that's a okay. ninety cube I have no idea what a gallon looks like in a tank right it's <laughs> just really hard to to go after it's like when Tommy tells tells me how many how many acres something is like, well oh. the one next to the bathroom that's sixty tall and that oh. looks like a a lot more tank than you think yeah yeah I once okay. uh, I guess my wife was driving but we were once riding a four wheeler and we were <laughs> this was before I quit drinking. And we uh, smashed into the side of an above-ground pool and uh, spilt 40,000 gallons. <laughs> I saw that on America's Funny Videos. Congratulations. I, I they didn't film ours. I, I, I love you, Joe. You are my Gandhi. Wow. It was so funny because my wife's phone broke after that. And I was like, hey, it's not every day that you drop a pool on your phone. So uh, I had a lot of fun with the Great Big Cock song. And it was just really funny to we sing that really loud. We had just as much fun, if not more. It's very it's it's very exciting. And it, honestly, I write different music depending on what people want. So I never would have written these words or with that tune if I hadn't got the prompt. So this would that be a church project is what you're saying. <laughs> so so you know, if that's if that's what I can do in a few hours with one fish and, and information about that, I can't imagine what, you know, a whole aquarium's worth of knowledge would do. I can't wait for the uh I can't wait for the music video someday. Yeah, I mean, we, we got to find the biggest. We'll travel to you. Can. We'll travel to you for that. We're going to have a flower, uh, uh, like an actual flower horn on Jimmy's pant line. That's what we're going to do. You know oh what would be, be kind of fun is there's a commercial locally where all these people are doing the same song. So it'd be fun to have all our different um, listeners do a line <laughs> of the song. Kind of like, you know, look at uh, Nickelback and um, Rockstar video. You've seen that, haven't you? Yeah, I want to be a rock star, and they've got all these people like Gene Simmons and Wayne Gretzky uh, doing one lines, and a uh, couple of the playmate uh, centerfolds from Hugh Hefner. And I think it'd be kind of fun if you, everybody did like a one line dressed up goofy. 
and then put them all together, edit them all up. I think that'd be cool. But yeah, if you've ever seen uh, Rockstar by Nickelback, take a look at that, and maybe that would work. We're going to have too much fun with this. But Joe, uh, do you have something else for us? Sure, yeah. I'll play a... You're going to play one of your normal songs? Yeah, I'll play a normal song. Well, it's funny, because like, the songs I play with my band, I don't record this way, because I have a band to play them. So this is right. just all my solo stuff. Uh, so this is a song I wrote in the fall, so just a few months ago. and. Uh, just about, just about. It's a pop. It's a happy sounding song about really sad stuff, which is one of my favorite things to do. To write <laughs> a catchy song, you know, pop pop music does it about all the time. about dead grandma. Yeah. So, let's see here. Not that. Rhythm verse. Rhythm verse. Cool. It's just just simply called the pop song. Goes like this. This time I'm walking out, there's nothing more to say You've done it all before, and you said you'd change your way I know without a doubt, that what I want to do is stay Not throw it all away to bear and I'm afraid that the love I'm making will just get taken away hey 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 will just get taken away I can't stand to be alone Till then I'm done in black And the road becomes my own While we figure it all out I will turn and face the strength What we need is change
sounded like my driver's license song. So that's the pop song. And, uh, you know, take it away. 2020 was a hard year for relationships. And my wife and I had a, a bit of trouble. But honestly, like, we worked through that shit so fast and so well. Like, oh, you can bleep that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Shit's accepted. Oh, nice. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm just super proud of us for, for stepping up because I've seen a lot of really powerful people just like crumble under the pressure that was last year a lot of relationships just didn't make it and i and and so hopefully that song resonates with people and makes them feel a little better what's i gonna do oh yeah pet stuff pet stuff pet stuff all right you got to pick your favorite pet song you've done so far besides because we know the cock songs by far your favorite (laughs) it's definitely definitely like the number one new one like i i haven't showed that to my friends yet so i really want i'm I'm excited to i what's sad is is you have to have an educational video beforehand (laughs) for people who don't know what a flower horn is you have to have like you know right i mean you know like a little talk before you like the big the big explain i mean who does i mean i guess i had i didn't know any of that and uh, I have, and you're now a better person for knowing that. Exactly. I don't have, uh, <laughs> I don't have any of the any of the pet songs practiced up really. But that I is can, okay. Uh, I'm we, gonna sing it. I don't have to play it. I can just sing it. I mean, it's up to you. We've we've had. Do you have the, do you have one groundbreaking experiences tonight? If you have one pre-recorded, you can play it that way too. Right. So yeah, well, let's just see what I got here in terms of my pet songs. What's on? Okay. Let's see. I guess kind of genre we want we got bluegrass country we want your favorite my favorite my favorite's this one i think still we'll make sure this is oh we know this is too loud i got an adjustment you're good about a cat named uh mojeko monaho That was pretty great. That what did, my, that's like my actual favorite in terms of like it's a nice song. It's I unique really like as hell. So what what did she request to get that song? Uh, they basically just said something like soft and dreamy. That is very dreamy. That's very dreamy. That's like know? interstellar dreamy. And then my one of my favorites because it's so ridiculous <laughs> is the cock song. Beast, that that song was called she, she calls out to the moon, and that was kind of a more like actual sweet pet song. Somebody wanted a metal song. About their cat. Oh and my god! I didn't god. specify which metal, so I did. 
like three different kinds. And these are really easy to show because they're all so short, but here we go. metal <laughs> cat you know, metal you, you know we should satisfy everybody's needs do you have a country absolutely yeah we we, we'll end it on country we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. do that, country we'll do country yeah i will like, run I, the gamut i will know? grab this rubber mallet hit myself in the forehead as you do it but i you know we have to be fair to everyone absolutely the, the i wish i had the one finished i have one verse left of this brand new one but this one we'll do this one Driving down 169 Thoughts of tater on my mind I can't wait to see that orange and white Baby, I'll be home tonight I've been loving all tater Can't think of nothing greater Even though when I try to be so kind Love me for a moment, then you scratch and bite. Tater was the runt of her litter, but she just kept getting bigger. Your mother loves you, she's the best around, the happiest of homes you have found. I'm gonna keep loving Tater, can't think of nothing greater, even though when I try to be so kind. You love me for a moment, then you scratch and bite. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. This is great. Go. It doesn't get better. <laughs> Joel, you're fantastic. Thank you. Uh, this was fun. This was more than fun. <laughs> this was well worth it. And, uh, you know, if you want to come to the Aquarium Guys podcast for the latest and greatest in the bleeding edge of the hobby, you're going to get great stuff. Nobody else has this. Nobody. No one. No, it's us. We're, we're cutting like, edge. I, I haven't really done a thorough enough internet search, but I don't know a whole lot of custom pet song makers. No, it's <laughs> it's pretty much our little circle now. It's weird. So if you want a song about your fish or if you have cats, I mean, there are cats here, which made me really happy when I got here, by the way. I just love love the cats. And they love you. Yeah, it was five seconds I was here. They're like, oh, hey, best friend. But uh, but it's just really great. So, you know, any pet, or if you have a more serious topic, or you want me to write a song about a story you had one time, like, I really, you know, I'm open. Have you ever written a song about an ex-wife? 
I don't have an ex-wife, but I'll write a song about anyone else's. <laughs> hey, Adam, I heard you laughing. So hey, that uh, fits under the cat and dog category, doesn't it? <laughs> oh. If you guys want to li- uh, g- listen to some songs, go check out Smoke and Joe on Facebook. You have a YouTube. Yep. Uh, we'll have this link in the show notes, so certainly check it out. But, you know, 100 bucks gets you a song. G- get a song, right? If you're going to, uh, you know, treat yourself during COVID, the, another round of stimulus is coming out. Right? Stimulate this guy. He deserves <laughs> it for all that cock talk. Cock talk. And, you know, and, and it's something that doesn't take up room in your house that's filled with aquariums. <laughs> that's right. You, you know, we, we should have, we should start a special you know, we have once a week about cock talk. <laughs> oh, it's oh, kind of like, like we the, should bring we should bring uh, Jay. It's kind of like the View. Jay Four Flowerhorns on for cock talk. We'll yes, do it every now and again. Exactly. That's New hilarious. segment. Well, Smoke and Joe, uh, we we need to have you on again. We need to do a yeah. music video in the future. Oh, well, we're doing it, and uh, we'll come see you next time. Yeah, you know, hopefully, so you maybe at like an event where with people there's music and people, hey, and alcohol. You know, real thought used to happen. We'll get you to do a concert inside a pet store. Oh man, I do pet songs in a pet store. Hundred percent. I'll I'll call Forest Lake Pets. We'll see if we can make something happen. Surprised I hadn't thought of that. (laughs) Yes. Hell, we'll even see if Joe wants to do one out in this parking lot in the summer. That's so funny. You know, I can make a song about shrimp. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right. Well, guys, if you like what you're listening to, go to AquariumGuysPodcast.com by the website. You can get some merch. You can throw us a few bucks, or you can help out this. You can smile and Joe over here and buy a song. Uh, We appreciate it and. uh, you know, as we leave, we want this last ode of silence to go to uh, Jim's ex-wife. So uh, until next week. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening to the podcast. Please go to your favorite place where podcasts are found, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever they can be found. Like, subscribe, and make sure you get push notifications directly to your phone so you don't miss great content like this. F***ing <laughs> Don't even get me started on this.